Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook. For those in love, capture those memories with Something Blue by Anita Kay. Hello, Squidward. Let's watch Unbridled Enthusiasm with Mark Poulos. We can't give him this much power in the cartoon world. A podcast, and I was told that if I did your podcast that I would, you know, advance to the next level. And we're podcasting and photographizing in front of the great... The worst gigs of their life are, are because of Mark Poulos. <laughs> Anyone want a husband? Free free to a home. Now it doesn't even have to be a good home, just free to a home. Ladies and gentlemen... Andre the Giant would like to do his impression of Willie Nelson. Suck yourself dry! Alright. Hello folks and welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Poulos. It's good to be back. Today on the podcast, seeing as it's the 12-year anniversary of my first comedy album, The Life and Times of a Large Man, who pretty much everybody told me not to make, because uh, at that point I've only been doing comedy for about four years, but uh, it kind of fell in my lap, so I went with it, and uh, it's going to be fun to take a look back at how horrible I was 12 years ago. So obviously... That first album was half stand-up comedy and half funny songs, and I've covered the funny songs on my podcast, Ad Nauseam, and uh, I thought today it might be interesting to take a look back and listen to my first comedy album ever recorded at Nitwits Comedy Club in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I was opening for uh, Bob Zaney at the time. And uh, it was a hot crowd. I just uh, don't think my material was up to snuff or uh, my performance. But uh, you know what? I was four years into comedy, and for a first comedy album, I I think it captured what I wanted it to capture. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Ladies and gentlemen, you may have seen our following performer as the head man in his early 90s cover band, Marky Mark and the Drunky Bunch. You may have also seen him passed out in his own vomit at a Taco Bell drive-thru. From the ghettos of Edina, Minnesota, please help me in welcoming Mark, let me clean your poolos. Just glad to be here, man. Uh, a lot of fun here. I, uh... A lot of people uh, recognizing me from the show on the street, which is uh, weird. Sometimes it's not for the show, which is even weirder. Like, some lady came up to me in the mall today, and she was like, you look like a famous person. I was like, really? Who do I look like? And uh, she said a fat Matthew Broderick. And uh, what the hell do you say back to that? And I was like, well, you look like a fat Ricky Lake. And uh, she punched me. I had to have some lunch at Subway today. Some guy thought it was Jared. <laughs> I was like eating four sandwiches. He's like, are you off the wagon? Get out of my face before I eat you. <laughs> so I travel a lot. Uh, the road's weird, man. I uh, was out in Oregon. I don't know if you know this, but in Oregon, you can't pump your own gas. Like They have to do it for you, which is pretty strange. But 
I got out of my car and three guys were running at me going, we'll pump it for you, sir! We'll pump it for you! I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know what kind of full-service gas station this is, but uh, I pump myself. Right. <laughs> Stopped in a gas station, Kentucky. They had a sign up next to the pumps that said, two pizzas for $10. Jesus is coming, are you ready? It's gotta be some kick-ass pizza. <laughs> have a supreme <laughs> nevada's pretty weird for that too advertising they just every trick in the book they try to get you in the casinos i saw a billboard out there that said uh come to the shamrock casino and win a free hummer i was like hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> two hours in the car to find out it was a car <laughs> i was like oh. that was vegas some new wave casino where you won sexual favors is jackpots i was like hell yeah seven 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 get a whore i was like yeah <laughs> I would probably waste all my money playing that game. <laughs> Come on, vaginas. <laughs> or cherries. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Staying in a lot of hotels, too. And uh, I checked into one hotel. I took a shower. They had directions in the shower. Have you ever run into that? Like, Turn on. Pull knob for shower. Enjoy good, clean fun. I was like, that's really weird. <laughs> because I have the same tattoo on my stomach. <laughs> How do they get it? <laughs> I stayed in one hotel, I sent my wake-up call for the next morning, and most wake-up calls when you pick up the phone, it's just a beeper message on the other end. And in this hotel, it was a dude. <laughs> the phone rang in the morning, I was like, hello? And he's like, hey man, get up. <laughs> what do you say to that guy? <laughs> Can you call me back in like 10 minutes? <laughs> I guess. I'm like, Dude, I just snoozed the wake up guy. <laughs> he called back like 10 minutes later. He's like, get up, bitch. And I was like, yes. Or she had the extra 10. I actually worked in a, like a fancier club. Uh, it was like out in New York, and they took me to this restaurant where they had bathroom attendants. And uh, I never really had much interaction with the bathroom attendants. But this guy had to be the laziest bathroom attendant ever because everything was automatic, like the toilets, the faucets. All he really did was stand there, watch me pee, and then offer me a mint. I was like, this is pretty awkward. <laughs> and as I was leaving, I was like, oh my God, I hope he was the bathroom attendant. <laughs> Weird guy hanging out in the toilet. <laughs> Not stream, kid, have a mint. <laughs> I think I'll pass. To do all the shows. I had to do a show one time in the town at a gay bar, and uh, I felt really stupid about it because I should have known it was a gay bar before I got there because the, uh, the name of the place was the Milk Mustache. But I get in there. <laughs> no matter how uncomfortable I am in this situation, I still have to do the show to get my money. So I'm up there telling jokes, you know. I never felt like such a piece of meat in my entire life. They were like, Dad's fat boy! tell jokes everybody better settle down <laughs> at the time I kind of really needed the money <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Woo! laughs> who's your daddy <laughs> You're like two bucks and 12 numbers it was awesome <laughs> and I, I wanted to sneak out of there as fast as I could I didn't want anybody to see me hanging out in the gay bar you know and the big bounce at the front door is like you can't leave till you hug me well I guess I'm sleeping here <laughs> Pork in my ass and a sock in my mouth. I am. <laughs> I want to be taken advantage of. 
See, now I can get away with saying stuff like that. I'm, just, I'm kind of a big guy, and nobody wants to mess with me, which is good, because I can't fight. <laughs> I've never been in a fight in my entire life. And I really think if I was in a fight, this is pretty much what it would consist of, me hugging him way too long until he yells fag and run away. <laughs> I got you! <laughs> that would be my fighting stuff. I play bars where guys are looking for fights, you know? I hate that, you know? I, I knew this guy wanted to fight me one time because he bumps into me and he's like, man, how'd you let yourself get so fat? Like, every time I bang your mom, she makes me a sandwich? <laughs> he was pissed. <laughs> and I was just like, I get you. <laughs> he was like, what the hell? <laughs> I had this guy get in my face one time and he's like, you better watch out, man, because I know karate. And I was like, well, I know chair and I hit him with it. <laughs> and I ran away. <laughs> one time I was in a hurry at the grocery store and this guy's trying to impress the checkout girl by asking where the double X condoms are. And I was like, what? Double X? <laughs> you got magnums? Woo! <laughs> Why don't you just put me the trash bags and twist ours out? You know what I'm saying? I have a large penis. No. She's like, you want aisle seven. I'm like, why? She's like, that's where the Gatorade bottles are. I'm like, hey. <laughs> I think the one thing that always bugs me out when I go to different cities is I always find the one crazy person and they want to talk to me for a while. <laughs> and uh, sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's weird. Like I was waiting for a light to change one time and a guy with no pants on came up behind me. He was like, do you like hazelnuts? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> He was like, good, because my name's Hazel. I was like, Son of a bitch. Damn it. Never saw it come. <laughs> but it's kind of the point now where I'm talking to people out of nowhere. I've become the crazy person. You know, I'm in the frozen food section the other day, and this girl smiled and looked at me, and I figured I had to say something to her. And all I could think to say was, wow, this frozen food section sure makes your nipples hard, huh? She cried. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I didn't know she was 16. I mean, you can't. <laughs> so I grew up in Minnesota, not too far from here. Minnesota, hell yeah. I, uh, I was a pretty naive kid growing up. You know, I used to believe a lot of stories people would tell me that really weren't true. Like, my older brother keyed into that real quick. <laughs> he told, when I was 12 years old, he told me that uh, women get yeast infections by humping bread. And uh, <laughs> it's so stupid, but I believe it forever, you know? the grocery store when we'd be buying all these loaves of bread and be like, oh! <laughs> I know what you're doing. I laughed so hard I passed out one time because this lady was running down the aisle with two huge French breads and I was like, oh my God! She's gonna have fun tonight. That's my brother, man. He's crazy. He took acid while we were on a camping trip. <laughs> and we lost him in the forest. We had to go find him. It turned out he fell into a hole and he was playing dead because he thought the earth was trying to eat him. <laughs> How do you not laugh at that? I'm like, Tom, get out of the hole! He's like, shh! It's licking me. <laughs> Sleep there, you retard. <laughs> the whole family's nuts, man. We used to have cookie day as a kid. You know, we'd make cookies on Sunday. And we would never make any cookies, because Grandma would drink all the vanilla. <laughs> and, uh, and everybody would eat all the cookie dough, you know? So we'd have no cookies. We'd have to listen to Grandma all night. She's wasted. She's <laughs> chocolate chips from scratch and men from all around came and ate my cookies and my pussy <laughs> no 
more vanilla for Graham. But my dad was one of those guys too that wanted me to get a job real early in life. So I was a paper boy at like 14 and I hated it. Because every time you get your papers, they give you a list of complaints you had to fix and it pissed me off. So I started running my paper out like the mafia. I was like, if you complained, it only got worse. <laughs> oh, she doesn't like the paper in the driveway. How about the roof, bitch? <laughs> probably why I got fired. Next summer, I got to be a baseball umpire, which was pretty cool until the incident. You know, you, <laughs> you punch one kid at a t-ball game, you're unfit to be an umpire. <laughs> Whatever. She was asking for it. <laughs> I tried to work in an office for a while. I thought that's what you're supposed to do, you know? So I worked in an office. So this guy in a suit kept my face one day, and he was like, hey, kid, can you validate me? I said, you make a difference. <laughs> Thanks for getting that. <laughs> it was in Arkansas a couple weeks ago. They're like, words have two meanings. <laughs> Some of them do. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I think one of the worst jobs that you could have is uh, if you're one of the uh, scarers on the haunted hayrides every year. That's a horrible job, man, because I was on it last year. They had announcements for the hayride, which were, there will be no punching, kicking, spitting, or urinating on any of the performers. <laughs> like urinate. <laughs> yeah, somebody pissed on the ghost last year. <laughs> My favorite job I had before I did comedy, I, I got to deal blackjack at a uh, Native American reservation casino, which was really cool until the incident. <laughs> they let you dress up in costume on Halloween, which is a bad idea right there, but the only people that gambled at my casino were Asian people, so I got fired because they came in as Godzilla. <laughs> like chasing people through the casino. I was like, ah. <laughs> Apparently I offended a few people, you know, I was wearing a shirt that said Asians taste like chicken. But, um, <laughs> not a good idea. Got the crazy people in the casino too. I was uh, standing at my table one time and this guy who looked like he was homeless came up to me and he was like, how do you feel about being part of the degradation of society? Like that's pretty heavy for four in the morning. <laughs> How do you feel about being part of the result? <laughs> People are way too touchy. <laughs> I hugged him, it was all good. <laughs> A lot of old people in the casino too, and uh, I don't like hanging out with old people. Because I can never play my favorite game, which is uh, who had the worst day. Because they're always going to win. You know? <laughs> I lost my job, my girlfriend dumped me. I fell off the toilet and laid there for three hours. <laughs> You win again, Grandma. Damn it. I never win that game. I think the only downside about doing comedy is you can't really start up relationships because you're on the road so much. And I've been single for a while, and I think it's going to my head. I'm starting to think about weird stuff, like uh, how annoying it would be to have sex with somebody who has ADD. <laughs> First time I ever told that joke. A girl came up to me after the show, and she goes, I have ADD, and that joke made me cry. And she left. The guy standing next to me is like, doesn't it make you sad to make people cry? And I was like, who cares? In 10 minutes, she's going to forget about it anyways. <laughs> what you going to do? <laughs> so my best friend, he's a uh, buddy's name is Jeff. He lives in Minnesota, and he's crazy. He's, he calls me up two weeks ago, and he's freaked out because he tells me he's got an uh, athlete's foot on his penis. <laughs> and I'm like... How do you get athlete's foot on your penis? 
And apparently he was uh, he was masturbating in old socks, which is ridiculous. I know, it's so ridiculous. He's like, what do I do, man? I was like, well, my football coach told me to pee on my feet to kill it, you know, but I don't know what the hell you're going to do, you know? He's like, I'll ricochet it. And I'm like, what the... This conversation is over. He's nuts. Always wanting to go to the strip clubs. I took him there for his birthday, and... Uh, uh, crazy stuff always happens when I'm with him. We're sitting right up front watching the show, whatever. The dancer comes out. She swings around the pole like nine times and does some kind of ninja move off of it. She's like, wah! And like right in Monero, she squirts milk on my buddy. We're like, oh my God! That's a hell of a show! Well, she starts crying because I guess the one's supposed to be part of the show. She bolts off stage and my buddy Chuck, who got hit, he's like, where's she going? It's not like I'm lactose intolerant or anything. Chuck, you should probably be quiet, man. He's like, what's the big deal? I'm going to dance much, get some Oreos. We're like, oh my God! <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> big mouth. <laughs> so, strip clubs, man. I had a comic take me out to a strip club in Illinois where they don't take their clothes off, which didn't really make much sense to me. They just dance in bikinis. I'm like, <laughs> if I wanted to pay 20 bucks to get fully clothed breasts rubbed in my face, I would have just got a haircut. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you go into the haircut joint. Your hair stylist will be Jim. <laughs> Can I have candy? <laughs> so my buddy Jeff, he's uh, 27. He's had 18 failed relationships. <laughs> and the only cool part about it is he says he's never had to pay for sex. And I'm like, what the? Every guy in here has paid for sex at one time in their life. You know, it's been in deferred payments. <laughs> Happy birthday, honey. Here's that necklace you wanted. Let's get it on. <laughs> Dinner, Red Lobster. Match quit. <laughs> I think the problem with that equation is, you know, you get, a, you get into a long-term relationship, then the guy assumes the payment should go down, right? So he'll be like, I brought in the mail. <laughs> Isn't it time for special delivery? <laughs> I read this article not too long ago, it made me laugh because it said 80% uh, of guys surveyed said their favorite sexual position was girl on top. I'm like, that has to be the final shred of evidence that men are lazy bastards, isn't it? Just climb on up there. <laughs> Hurry up, football starts in two minutes, let's go. I think I always, I always screw up relationships because I, uh, I say the wrong thing at the wrong moment. I've been doing that since I was a kid, you know? I, Skipped school once and I went to McDonald's and the lady was giving us crap. She's like, don't you kids ever go to school? I was like, you should have. Then he wouldn't be working here. You hug to us. You gotta watch that though, man. That'll come back and bite you big time. I had a fight with my ex-girlfriend and she's like, you throw like a girl. I was like, yeah, well you kiss like a guy. <laughs> How the hell would I know that? <laughs> never kissed a man before. <laughs> I read a lot when I'm on the road, you know, because it gets boring. So I uh, was reading this intellectual magazine last week called Seventeen, and uh, <laughs> it was really interesting. There was an article there that said how to please your man. I was like, seventeen years old, how to please your man? I was like, that article could have been two words long. Touch it. It's <laughs> pretty much how it was for me. Oh, thanks. 
pants off next time. <laughs> I, like to, I like to do jokes, too, like when I'm bored. I, sometimes I'll go to Chuck E. Cheese and sit in the plastic balls. Just <laughs> wait, wait till somebody asks me what I'm doing there, and I tell them I'm the lifeguard. <laughs> that one's fun to do. You got goggles and a shovel. Like, they drown, I gotta dig them out. Watch a lot of TV. I, I've decided that I'm too old for MTV because I can't even listen to the music anymore. I'm just mesmerized by the videos, you know? And this Christina Aguilera video, Dirty On, and I was like, woo! -hoo! And like right in the middle of it, they'll put boxes up in the corner of like eighth grader from, from New Jersey, like, I love Christina Aguilera because she rules, woo! Like, that is really annoying, you know, when you're trying to masturbate, you know? It's like. <laughs> Save it till the end. <laughs> Commercials are funny too, man. I saw this commercial last Christmas where uh, Santa Claus was selling hemorrhoid medicine. You see that commercial? It's ridiculous. He got up out of his chair. He was like, oh, my ass hurts. <laughs> I was like, if that's the trend now, I mean, we're going to start using fictional characters to sell crap. I would really like to see Cupid selling Viagra. That would be awesome. Like, I'll take a little before my date to keep my arrow straight. <laughs> I would buy this. I think this just comes down to like stuff you want to see together, you know? What if you went to visit your grandma and instead of rubbing cookies and milk for you, she was hitting a 20-foot bong listening to Dr. Dre 2001? <laughs> grandma, where are the cookies? <laughs> I ate them all! <laughs> Some brownies in the kitchen if you don't want I'm like, what Why is grandma wearing a do-rag? One of the funniest commercials I ever saw, they were trying to sell this uh, sleeping pill called Ambien, and the number one side effect for it was drowsiness. <laughs> Makes sense, you know? Not as good as its third side effect, which is diarrhea. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of a trade-off, don't you think? You, you take a pill that knocks you out for eight hours just to wake up in a bed full of poop. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, what the hell? I'm staying up tomorrow night. This is crap, man. Your buddy calls, how'd you sleep? Like shit. <laughs> it is everywhere. <laughs> I think my, I, I watch a lot of uh, morning talk shows and uh, cops. I love those shows. Those are my two favorite shows. Because they had a morning talk show on the other day, which was weird laws that are still in effect. And apparently, it's against the law still in five states to have anal sex. <laughs> I'm like, I can't wait to see when that's on cops. <laughs> Here we go. Hold right there. They're like, oh my god. Why is there a SWAT team in my bedroom? <laughs> that would probably be the one time you would, wouldn't be bragging about why you're in jail. <laughs> you're slow, but I love you. I waste a lot of time on eBay, too, because I think uh, they, they have everything you could ever want at eBay. Yeah. Last week, I bought a 12-year-old Ethiopian kid, and uh, he loves to clean, God bless him. I'm... <laughs> Taking him to Disney World next week. It's just Walmart. He doesn't know the difference. You know? <laughs> it was sample day. He lost his mind. He was like, free? Have some cheese. I'm in Target shopping one day. And they come over the PA system, make an announcement to the customers. They make a lot of announcements while you're in there. You don't really pay attention to them, but this one caught me off guard. They were like, if you're parked in the south parking lot, can you please move your car? Because we need to get our parking lot retarded. <laughs> and I was like, what? There's a guy here called the parking lot retard? <laughs> that's ridiculous, you know? And that's all they said. They didn't say anything else. I'm like, you can't just say that and move on with your day, buddy. You know? 
I want to hear some more. Uh, disregard that last message. Uh, we found him in a bush eating ketchup. <laughs> my whole day was shot after that. I couldn't get the idea out of my head. There was an actual guy that worked in the parking lot called the parking lot retard. I'm, like, I'm out there looking for him. I'm like, where? I'm like, what if they did lose him, you know, at some point and had to put out an APB for him, you know? What would that sound like, you know? If anybody's seen a grown male adult wearing a My Little Pony t-shirt, uh, sweatpants and a backpack, it smells like peanut butter. We could escort him to the front desk. That would be sweet. <laughs> then, of course, what would his job entail? Being the parking lot retard, you know? Like, wearing a helmet and running around the parking lot and hit the carts before they hit the cars or something? <laughs> before you judge me, I'm actually allowed to tell that joke because I volunteer my time once a week and I take epileptics to raves. <laughs> Just put a glow stick in their mouth and turn them loose. I'm Mark Poulos, guys. Thank you very much. So there it was, my first comedy album, The Life and Times of a Large Man. Still available on iTunes if you want to download any of those gems onto your iPod or whatnot. But uh, check out my website, largedrunkman.com. Just updated all my tour dates for the next few months. Doing a lot of cool shows with uh, Michael Cabanero and uh, um, the Impractical Jokers. And this weekend I will be at Donnie B's Comedy Club in Springfield, Illinois. It'll be the first time I've been back there in probably 10 years, so I am excited to do that. So if you live in the Springfield area, come out two shows Friday, two Saturday. And you can always get this podcast at Podbean iTunes or wherever podcasts are. And tune in next time when we talk about who knows. <laughs>